You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? We are super excited. College football is back. Week one is here. So many good teams to talk about. This is just going to be a wild time. I can only feel the excitement seething through this microphone. I've got Tyler Aki here from Locked On Syracuse. He's going to talk me through his respective teams that he's covering this season for us. And we are thrilled to have him. Of course, you've heard him all summer with his great insights. He is an expert in this game. Now, if you are going to be on the road or traveling this season and you want to make sure that you're well equipped and your car is good to go, highly encourage you guys look up Rock Auto with amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You got to visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Tyler, thanks so much for joining. And I hope you are just excited as I am that college football is back. And the countdown is zero. We've got our first <laughs> ACC game tonight with, with NC State and UCF. So we finally made it. I know we had that junk in week zero. I've been uh, waxing poetic on that all week, how this is the real week one. All right. We've got so many good games tonight, this weekend in the ACC, outside of the ACC. We finally made it. This, this is the, the Christmas that like week zero was kind of like the Christmas Eve. Today was the Christmas. I want to know why they even have the week zero games. Like, well, is it just to have more football? Yeah, I mean, more football, more better, right? But right. I, I also think too, if you're gonna do the week zero, like in the past, haven't we gotten like Miami versus Florida, and we we've gotten good week zero games. It was just this past weekend, it was a bunch of nothing. I mean, the, <laughs> the game of the day was Nebraska versus Illinois. And I mean, that who was wants pretty to terrible. See Scott Frost versus Brett Bielema on, on the, the marquee as you're walking into the theater. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. A hundred percent. And they didn't exactly it was play the great. world's great game. Like it was good <laughs> it to was, watch football, but they it was had, fantastic. The most... Bad football. Exactly. It was fun. It was a fun game. <laughs> I'll give them that. They had fun out there. They got their orange slices after. Uh, <laughs> orange slices and participation trophies. We love to see it. Well, as Tyler mentioned, this is week one for ACC. We have all games throughout the weekend, Memorial Day weekend. No other place than to be on your couch. Let's start with, in, I, let me, before I even go there, let me tell y'all who Tyler is covering this season. So you're like, okay, when I make sure I follow him personally, see where his thoughts are. Tyler is going to be holding us down with a week ahead preview each week, talking about the Atlantic division and the coastal division, and then his best game of the weekend prediction. So he'll have, Strong insights for State, Clemson, Louisville, and Boston College, and then give us the Miami, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Pittsburgh conversation in the mix. So, Tyler, do you feel like you have a good handling on these schools? I mean, they're, they're not awful schools to have to cover. When you gave out the assignments, <laughs> you did a great job at dishing out who you were assigning me, and here's why. You gave me Georgia Tech. You know how much I love <laughs> Jeff Sims. I, I have been... On the Jeff Sims train, I'm trying to remember who was the was it Drake that also loves Jeff Sims this yes. season. Mm -hmm. I am so happy I'm on this train. I am so happy that uh, I get to to talk about Jeff Sims all week, and hopefully it doesn't blow up in my face. Exactly. <laughs> At first, I thought about giving you Syracuse, but I was like, you already do that enough. I tried to get the other guys, but you know, when you have a team that doesn't exactly jump off the page, sometimes you just want to get a little break. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a nice little, uh, nice little like relief medication. This is like my Advil, my Thursday Advil. <laughs> no doubt. Well, as we mentioned, NC State is playing tonight at 730 on ACC Network. They are opening things. It's going to be electric there at Carter Finley Stadium. They will be playing South Florida. And I have always felt like NC State is the team to keep your eye on this season. They have, you know, a lot of talent more than they've had so in the past. Coach Doran clearly can show us consistency, but you know, Drake, tell Drake, sorry, I'm budging names today. <laughs> I will edit this out. Tyler, tell me what your thoughts are around the Wolfpack and just the energy you feel like they need to bring to handle a strong Atlantic division this season. I, I just think that you have to have the second best quarterback in the division. Mm. This is a conference that's loaded with quarterbacks. We talked about this on our all ACC preview last week. Top to bottom, I mean, you can even go to the bottom feeders, the worst teams in this conference. When you look at Georgia Tech's and Syracuse, whoever it is, it's going to be improved quarterback play from a season ago. Pretty much everywhere in the conference is going to be getting better quarterback play from a season ago, with the exception of Clemson. And Clemson's been the big bad wolf in this conference for how many years now? So, and guess what? Your drop off is, oh, one guy who's the number one overall pick in the NFL draft to a guy who was a five star and held his own on the road against Notre Dame last season. So in his first collegiate action, really. Yeah. So that's your one team with the drop off. Devin Leary is going to have to step up this year. And if you get improved quarterback play and Devin Leary can show that he is the second best quarterback in the the Atlantic division, then you're going to give yourself a chance in a lot of games this season, because guess what? My prediction all along has been that you're going to see a lot of defenses get beat down towards the end of the season this year because of the fact that they're going to be going up against a quality quarterback seemingly every single week. Absolutely agree. And I think, so your point talking about Devin Leary, he'll certainly have some help with some of his special playmakers with Emeka Mezzi, who clearly is going to be playing on Sundays very soon, receiving yards 738 on the year. Also having Bam Knight, who can run and tear through a lot of defenses, 10 10 touchdowns on the year. And then you flip over to the defensive side, Peyton Wilson and company. They are going to be leading the charge. So this could be a very scary NC State team. And all signs point to them at least trying to be in the mix when it comes to Atlantic division title, don't know if they have it to be a Clemson, but I've also seen them almost be Clemson in the past. So I can't put it past. Right. And what's the thing that we've seen with Dave Dorn, he's got NFL talent on the defensive side of the ball. And there's always like one guy who stands out. And this year, it seems like it's going to be Peyton Wilson on that side of the ball. So can he be that all American level guy that scares opposing offensive coordinators and say, all right, we got a cue in on this guy with our, our game plan against the, against NC state. When we do see them, it, there's always one guy you hear quarterbacks, running backs, receivers usually talk about one guy. And then it's going to be, what do the other parts bring to the NC state defense week in week out? Yeah, absolutely. And I also think when it comes to the in-state recruiting race that coach Dorn has certainly had a leg up on a lot of, the other triangle or triangle and then the triad schools with Wake Forest. And I think this is a year where we also can still continue to see if he can, you know, up the ante because we've all, you know, have had conversations about, about Mac Brown and what he's done for the culture of Carolina. But if you are, you know, shelling out consistent eight to nine to maybe even a 10 win season in there, NC state might have the upper hand, right? Well, Carolina might be hot. You know, Duke is who they are. I think that Dory, if he consistently shows that he, 
which he does, but shows that he brings in the top level of talent, taking them to the next level. It's hard to you know turn your head away from NC State. Yeah, and I don't have the the exact recruiting classes for both classes up right or for both teams up right now, but it feels like Mac Brown goes more national mm-hmm. when he's going out and, and getting these big recruiting wins. Does he take care of the state? Yeah, he does. Absolutely. But it does leave you as a North Carolina school. If you're sort of in that research rhombus area right there, that it, you can still get big time recruits in the state of North Carolina even though you've got Mac Brown, who's been by far the best recruiter in the state for the past, what is it now? Two seasons, three seasons now. Mm -hmm. So you can still get big victories in state. And that's going to be important for NC state because I I, I hate to say this to you, Candace, but (laughs) Mac Brown's not going to be coaching UNC for a long time. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's done a great job while he's there and and we'll see if the succession plan works out well. And, And maybe it does, but NC State still has a, has a chance to be dominant at recruiting inside the state. A hundred percent agree. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit, talk about the Atlantic, a couple more teams to want to go over, but then the Coastal Division in the best game of the weekend prediction here. After we mentioned that with ever-increasing numbers and makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Save time and money when using Rock Auto, the family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Bach? Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tyler Aki here from Locked On Syracuse joining me to cover some great teams this season. He will be heading up the Atlantic Coastal, Atlantic and Coastal Division with their top kind of really great teams in Clemson, Louisville, and Boston College. Let's start there in the Atlantic. I would love to know your thoughts about the season openers. Very brief if you want to, in detail if you have to, about Clemson, Louisville, and Boston College on their opening games. All right. I think we have to start with the big one, right? Clemson. <laughs> Georgia, this is a much bigger game for Georgia than it is for Clemson. I'll, I'll, I'll give that here um, because it, with the case of Clemson, they can lose this game and then run the table in the ACC. And you're still probably feeling pretty good about them making the college football playoff. They're not going to be probably one of the top two teams, but they can sneak in as the, the third or fourth team. Georgia, on the other hand, if they lose this game, I don't think anyone's predicting Georgia to run the table in the SEC. And we've seen how committees can get dicey with two lost teams. Now, if your losses are Clemson and Alabama, then okay, then there's a conversation to be had. But it would be really, really tough, I think, for Georgia to be able to go in, lose this game, and make a run to the college football playoff. That being said, you know how much I like DJ Uyunglele. I, I think that the drop-off, people are predicting too big of a drop-off between Trevor Lawrence and DJ. And for that reason, you're going to be getting maybe Justin Ross back, hopefully Justin yeah. Ross back uh, in this game. So I, I, I still think Clemson is the better team, but I think the motivation factor is a lot bigger for the Georgia side of things here. 
Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's been so much talk around the loss of Trevor Lawrence, but it hasn't been the same energy in having to use Carolina, for example, in how we lost Javante Williams and Michael Carter, right? And the other, the 4,000 yards of offense. I think people have just been like, oh, well, you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't here anymore, but for whatever reason, they think that DJ is a scrub. And I think that chip is what's going to fuel because we all know that Coach Sweeney loves to find a fake chip, right? <laughs> See, right. they don't believe yeah. in you. They don't <laughs> think you can do it. They have no you know, faith in you. So blah, blah, blah. And that's going to you know, ignite him and make him want to say, I'm my own person and own man. And of course, we're going to have the conversation. But how do you feel about your opener? Do you feel like Trevor could have done it just as good? Blah, whatever. I think DJ is here to have his own narrative, but I agree. I, I so, certainly feel like, you know, Justin Ross coming back will help. But if anything, this is probably the first year where I'm more hype about Clemson's defense, right? I think Trevor Lawrence was great. I yeah. think that DJ will be great, but Clemson's defense is a year older. They have a lot of guys who, you know, struggled and stumbled last season, but Brett Venables is who he is for a reason. I think he's, he's had these guys grow up and mature and that level of leadership from James Skalski and company is going to be a different breed. Uh, that's a great point. And I'm trying to think back real quick through the, this past NFL draft, but I don't remember any Clemson defensive players going in that first round. There's a couple on, yeah. on this defense that will go first round this upcoming season. For sure. Absolutely agree. And then, you know, Boston College was an easy opener, but Louisville, are there any thoughts? Because I feel like Louisville is a little bit of a sleeper. People are not really giving them the same kind of you know, love that we have to other teams this season. But do you think there's a lot of pressure on Coach Satterfield or is he smooth sailing? He can figure it out. You know, Louisville kind of, I, I think they've got the biggest variance within the Atlantic. They could finish in second. They could finish in sixth. I don't think they'll finish seventh. I don't think mm-hmm. they'll finish first, but they could fin- They could occupy any of those middle spots there. And it's going to come down to, okay, what is Malik Cunningham going to bring? Again, like I said earlier, this is a very, very talented quarterback conference. Yeah. You have to be one of the better quarterbacks if you want to succeed. Mm-hmm. And Malik Cunningham, I think a lot of people have been underwhelmed by him year after year after year so far. He's going to have to prove it. And guess what? We've seen quarterbacks do that in this conference where they are underwhelming for a period of years. And then they get to their senior season and then all of a sudden they pop. I mean, is Louisville going to pull what, what Syracuse did a couple seasons ago where they were really bad? They were projected to be one of the, the worst teams in, in the Atlantic. And then they popped and won 10 games. Is that what Louisville can bring to the table this year? Because, and I, I think if they do, it would be more impressive than what Syracuse did because I think that the division is much better than it was a couple of years ago. A hundred percent. Malik Cunningham coming into the season with 26, over 2,600 yards last year and having uh, Jay Hawkins be one of his rushers, but also Mr. Fitzpatrick with a wider receiving core that I think is going to be elite. My problem is you two, everyone wants you to be the second coming of Lamar Jackson because you know while Louisville has had great players, it hasn't had anybody to jump off the page in the same way that Lamar has, right? We love, we'll always remember the Lamar Jackson versus Sean Watson games, you know, that comes right. Louisville matchup, but Malik's not that, and that's okay. But like you mentioned, <laughs> when you have so many good quarterbacks, if you're just even average, you're almost, you almost suck. And that's an unfortunate situation. But on the flip side of that, as I go back to defenses, I think that it's going to be a big sticking point of how well Louisville's defense can at least help Malik Cunningham stay in games and, you know, how they can move and shift from there. 
Right. And, and again, one thing that you'll hear me say, I'm sure a number of times this season is the best defense is not having to play defense at all. Yep. If Malik yep. Cunningham is getting a lot of early three and outs, a, your defense is probably going to lose some motivation because they're going to think, oh, we got to hold this team under 13 points and maybe even score a touchdown ourselves. or Otherwise, we don't have a chance. And B, it's very tough to give up points when you're not on the field. And not just that, but you're giving your defense a little bit of a chance, get a breather, collect themselves. And this is another thing that I think kind of goes by the wayside a little bit. If it's a quick three and out, if it's a, a turnover right away, the defense doesn't have a chance to, to really get a look at what they've been doing wrong too. I mean, you see the right. pictures that, that they go through and all that stuff. You don't right. have the time to go through that stuff. If you're not on, or if you're being rushed back onto the field so quickly right after. So sure. that, that's another thing you got to keep in mind where, where sometimes the best defenses are, are complimentary offenses. No doubt. And another key player I wanted to mention here from Louisville, CJ Avery, who, you know, in 2019 had 93 tackles of course 2020 was an off year for everybody but he's from Mississippi so this is his hometown where he of course he wants to show out in front of family so I think that Louisville might have the upper hand just based on what I feel like Ole Miss is but you just never know everyone wants the SEC to be so much damn better but that's why you play the game right I mean remind uh correct me if I'm wrong but Ole Miss is now Lane Kiffin correct Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. yeah this is uh listen people people can say what they want about Lane Kiffin he can come through in big moments sometimes and, and openers I, I think are always big moments and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see this is this is going to be a very good test I think out of the gate there's a number of ACC teams that I think have very good tests or at least you're matching up according to where you are you're not playing down to anyone you're not overshooting your skis either I think a lot of these teams are putting together good week one opening matchups and it's hard to not talk about the coastal division as well we're going to get Tyler's thoughts here in just a second. But as we mentioned, it is football season and there are a lot of good things happening. So you've got to hit up Bet Online, the number one spot for all your pro and college football action this year. Get all the updated odds, props in contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at Bet Online. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. For the NFL, they'll have a make a bet on sep- on September 9th, next Thursday, between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose your wager, you'll be refunded up to $25 from new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. For football, basketball, and more, your favorite casino, Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is your online sportsbook experts. Tyler Aki. Locked on Syracuse joining the show. He will also be covering a couple teams in the Coastal Division, Miami, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Pittsburgh. We all know there's a big game happening between Virginia Tech and Carolina being Coastal rivals. Can't, enough, enough can't be said about that game, but the one that I want to harp on the most is Miami and Alabama. Before we got on the show, I showed Tyler a clip of the Alabama players essentially going into like war mode ready to take on the Hurricanes and all thoughts and prayers to me seem to be going to the Eric King because this is going to be one game for the ages for that young man. That video that you showed me uh, of those Bama players getting hyped up, that is what we call the Nick Saban effect. That, that is <laughs> peak. Like I imagine like that, that is something that everything that was said in that video is like what Nick Saban says to himself before he hits the pillow at night. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> we will not talk blank. We will not do this. We we're just going to go out there and, and do it and, yeah. and just do it. like that just feels like the the Alabama way. Right. Mm -hmm. And to me, I mean, if that's if that's what you need to put out there to, to motivate yourself, do like go for it. All right. <laughs> I don't think anyone was predicting Miami to win this game, but maybe it gets ugly now because you see one team that that has that sort of mentality. And I think the Miami ha has been a team that hasn't had that sort of mentality. They, they're kind of I, I feel like the team that says, oh, like, woe is me the, the past couple of seasons. And guess what? You have not been a great team the last two seasons either. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Miami, given the talent that they have on their roster year after year after year, whether it's through recruiting, transfer portal, all that stuff, this has been an unbelievably underwhelming group. And they need to prove it this season. Or otherwise, I think there need to be real questions asked about Manny Diaz because the talent's been there. You can say that, oh, he was a new coach. You were on the staff before mm -hmm. you were the head coach of this team. I, I think there's very few excuses for him and, and he's going to have to figure it out or otherwise he might be looking somewhere else or, or going back to a defensive coordinator role. A hundred percent agree. And I also believe that as I was saying, Virginia tech playing Carolina is going to be a game that we circle because it says a lot about where Carolina is and all the hype that they've been given or where Virginia tech is going and where coach Fuente may need to get a little worried. I think there's a lot of, a lot can come out of this game and basically how, you know, people play. I think Virginia Tech has a lot on their plate, but maybe they can step up to the challenge and beat Carolina, who sits to be, who is expected to be at the top of the Coastal. I believe, is this the only ACC matchup this, mm -hmm. this weekend between the yeah. two ACC teams? And, and, and that's always good. It's a tough pass, too. I mean, for North Carolina, you're, you're starting out against an ACC opponent once again. And... I look at Virginia Tech. This is a good little test right out of the gate. And, and a really good thing, I think, for Sam Howell. Yeah. Because if he, you establish, obviously, your Heisman candidates, there's the preseason buzz and all that. But you sometimes see a, a candidate just fall off the map after week one because they, they either don't have it or you see someone emerge and put themselves into the conversation after a really good week one. And this could be Sam Howell's chance. I, listen, I think he's going to be on the Heisman watch all season long, but this is a really good chance to say, because guess what? What if, what if DJ Uyunglele has a fantastic game? What if Spencer Rattler goes out there and has a fantastic game in week one? Then you might see yourself fall by the wayside because you're not a traditional football power in, at North Carolina. But if you go out there, you beat up on Virginia Tech. You get this big win in week one. You, you lower the, the blood pressure of Candace Cooper as well, all in the process <laughs> of that. that. That is a good thing. I mean, I know you're worried about this game. I, I just don't see the worry. I think Virginia Tech is just filling too many holes from a season ago. And, and North Carolina, even though they also have to, to do that as well because they lost a number of players to the NFL, I'm a little more confident in what North Carolina has coming in than Virginia Tech. Well, listen, I think for me, one, I don't like when I can't actually be involved. So if I just had to watch people kind of play and that's why I get nervous about bet online, because if I cannot participate in the said win or loss, it like drives me nuts. So my heart rate only gets elevated because we've talked so much junk and we've elevated Carolina so many times in this off season that if you don't deliver, well, like, damn, the hell y'all doing? Like we, 
how much sugar can people blow up and smoke up your butt if you can't even get on the field and do what you have to do? So I'm not, I don't, I don't play about them because they get on my nerves because I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to go down to Florida State, we're going to dominate and then you get smoked, right? You're going to go to Virginia and handle it and then just get what the wheels off of you. So I just try not to get too invested anymore. I have very much graduated to where I don't cuss at the TV. So that that's like a really good step. <laughs> that's, in the yeah, right direction. baby steps. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all well, a process. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Carolina will play Virginia Tech at 6 p.m. on ESPN on Friday. And then you got Alabama and Miami at 3:30 on ABC on Saturday. So don't miss out on your chance there. Colgate will be playing Boston College that we know will be a good one playing at noon. And then we will have you know, some great games again, Louisville playing Ole Miss at 8 p.m. on Monday. So, you know, we're not if you're not going to work, you've got a great matchup to watch that evening. Final thoughts here. I want to get Tyler Aki to talk about the best game that he believes will be coming out of the weekend. And it's going to be all of the schools, whether or not he doesn't have to be specific to the ones he'll be covering for us. So, Tyler, what you got? All right. I'm not going to overthink this here. This is a pretty Occam's razor thing for me where the simplest answer is the best answer. It is Clemson and Georgia. Mm-hmm. That game to me, it's, I mean, it could be a potential playoff matchup. Like, yeah. Let's be frank. It could be. And, and you're getting into that appetizer in week one. You don't often get those. And sometimes you see a team knock, knock another team out. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case this year, but I, I am so stoked for this Georgia Clemson game. This is a perfect perfect, perfect start. And it all hinges on whether or not DJ Uyunglele can play at the capability that he showed against Notre Dame a season ago. Because if he does that, while also having a little bit more experience under his belt now, he's played in big... How many guys can you say as first-year full-time starters have played in humongous games a season before? Right. Not many. It's very, very rare. (laughs) And, And for him to have gone up against Notre Dame, going up against a, a playoff caliber team, and, and you get that, and now your first true start, well, your, your first time as a full-time starter the next year, you're going up against another playoff caliber team, you could see a real battle-tested guy. And it makes me sort of think of when Deshaun Watson was coming out, the one thing that everyone pointed to when he was a draft prospect was battle-tested. He's done it in big games. He's won a championship. And DJ's got a chance to be that guy who right out of the gate battle tested. Because if he can get through this, the rest of the ACC is going to be a cakewalk for him, in my opinion. So Hmm. I I am very fascinated by this game. I'm excited for this game. I have Clemson as a slight winner here. I'm going to go 27-24. If you think that it's going to be a cakewalk, that says more about ACC defenses than anything else. Because we all have, I, I think I mean, it's we have more, solid quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think it's more that Clemson has just been a step ahead sure. for so many years now. And, and I don't think that, I think when you have too big of a conversation of who's going to be number two, it, it's almost like, okay, if you have two number twos, you, you have none. Like you yeah. hear that in hockey with the goalies, you hear it in right. football with the quarterbacks, you have, you have two, you have none. There's no, I need to see a legitimate threat. And maybe you have it on in the coastal side of things with Miami or Carolina. But I just think that, A, I think DJ is still the best quarterback by a pretty wide margin in the Atlantic. And B, the defense has a lot more NFL caliber guys than it did a season ago. No doubt. Well, listen, this is so much good information that I can't wait to recap with you next week as we are going to then 
predict and look move ahead by Thursday. You know, everyone wants to just move on and look to the next game. But if you want to find Tyler and talk through all of these respective games, hit him up and let us know, Tyler, where they can find you. You can find us on Twitter at Tyler, A-K-I underscore. And also you can check out the Locked On, A- Locked on uh, Syracuse podcast. You're checking out the Locked On ACC podcast right now. <laughs> but you can also check out the Locked On Syracuse podcast Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube now, too. There you go. And if you want to bet on any of these teams this weekend, there's a lot of great matches, a lot of money to be won. Let our boys, your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling get daily picks, blah, specials and wrong team favorite picks and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Hook you up. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag or wherever you get podcasts. We hope you guys have a great weekend. We are ready for Friday, Freestyle Friday with Jersey Drake, where we're going to have final thoughts and predictions from the other teams that we will be covering this season. So you don't want to miss that. You can follow at Locked on ACC on Twitter for more. Until next time. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.